On today's show, Honda produces its 100 millionth vehicle. Automakers are expected to set a sales record in the U.S. this year. And do car makers like or loathe the disruptive new ideas Local Motors is bringing to the industry? All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. Being the little guy in any racing series can make being competitive very difficult. But to even things out, FCA is going to help out grassroots racers and NHRA. For the 2017 season, Mopar will provide factory backing for select teams, offer a drag pack rewards program, give technical at-track assistance, and increase outreach and communication with competitors. We commend FCA for helping out the amateur racers. Seems like all year long analysts have been warning that the U.S. car market is slowing down. However, Wards Auto is forecasting that sales will just barely edge out last year's record. In 2015, automakers sold 17.39 million vehicles. This year, they're going to hit 17.41 million units. But it does appear the market is hitting its peak. Next year, Wards estimates sales will dip slightly to 17.2 million vehicles. Yesterday, we reported that Uber has ended its autonomous ride-sharing program in California, but it hasn't taken long for it to find a new home. Uber shipped its fleet of self-driving Volvo XC90s to Arizona, where it will start giving rides in the next few weeks. Speaking of autonomy, Honda announced it's in talks with Google's Waymo to integrate its self-driving technology with Honda vehicles. If the deal does go through, Honda would provide vehicles modified to accept Waymo's tech, which would then be added to Waymo's fleet. Honda hopes the tie-up will help it meet its goal of having production vehicles with autonomous highway capabilities sometime around 2020. We'd also like to congratulate Honda on reaching a major milestone. The automaker just produced its 100 millionth vehicle globally. It all started way back in 1963 with the T360 mini truck. And now it operates 34 plants in 18 different countries around the globe. Cheers, Honda! Mitsubishi has pretty much been an afterthought the past two decades. But the company is trying to make a comeback in the U.S. And coming up next, we'll take a look at how that's going. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Mitsubishi used to be a car company known for its advanced styling and modern technology. But it's been wandering around aimlessly for the last two decades, slowly watching its sales sink. Now it's trying to make a comeback, and thanks to becoming a part of the Renault-Nissan alliance, its future should look brighter. In the American market, Mitsubishi boosted its sales by 1.6% this year. That's not much of an increase, but it's better than the overall market. The Outlander Sport is Mitsubishi's best-selling model, but sales are falling fast. It looks like buyers are moving over to the Outlander instead, because its sales are up 40%. At a time when subcompact cars are struggling, the Mirage has seen a slight increase, probably thanks to its base price of only $14,000. One of the reasons it's so cheap is that it's imported from Thailand. But sales of the Lancer are plunging, and Mitsubishi's electric car, the i My EV, has virtually collapsed. 
Only five were sold last month. As Carlos Ghosn determines how to breathe new life into Mitsubishi, one of the first steps will be to add more models and maybe even revive the company's former reputation for advanced styling and technology. You know, trucks are so big today that reaching to the back of the bed is nearly impossible for some. And while there are a number of grabber-type tools on the market, here's a new one that caught our eye that we think you might like. Rather than let the tool flop around in the bed, the tail hook stores neatly in the tailgate. All you do is drill a one and a half inch hole into the side of the tailgate and secure the holding plate with four screws. The hook then slides into the plate, which is spring-loaded and can be easily released by pulling up on a tab. Very simple, yet very effective. The tail hook goes on sale in late January and retails for about 110 bucks. Local motors could potentially upend the way the auto industry develops and manufactures cars. So how do automakers view the company? We'll take a look at that right after this. Lear Connexus is the new application suite in vehicle connectivity designed to deliver over-the-air software updates and more from Lear Corporation's eSystems, leaders in power and data management. Whether it's on television, online, or through social media, AutoLine knows how to effectively get your marketing message to the people you want to reach. Contact Stacy Eman today. As we've talked about in the past, Local Motors is bringing a whole new and potentially disruptive way to develop and manufacture cars to the auto industry. Not only is the company 3D printing cars in small micro factories, it's also developing them through crowdsourcing. So how does an industry that's been doing things its own way for over 100 years view this? On AutoLine this week, we're joined by Jay Rogers, the CEO of Local Motors, and he says he's been surprised by the response of automakers to his ideas. Four years into the starting of Local Motors, I went and found the guy that wrote the treatise on microfactory production. Out of England, wasn't it? He was it? in Cardiff, and he was in Wales. And so, uh, um, and I said, why is it that we don't get a lot of hostility from automakers? When we meet them, they, they're kind of excited about it. And he said, that's easy. He said, the idea of a microfactory is something which is um, uh, watched and wanted by the people that work in big companies and, and they know they're never going to get that in the work that they're doing so they're going to root for you. And, and a company is different than a person so an employee at one of those big companies is going to root for you. The, the stockholders are probably going to say well I can also buy stock in that. Um, there's no one really as a personification that's going to come along and say I hate you for what you're doing. Right. I mean, if Henry Ford were still alive, he might have been doing it himself before we showed up. So I think of it as a parade of progress, so use the boss Kettering word. And, uh, um, and I think that, you know, that's the reason why a community-based business is more lovable. Um, yes, we may tear down some walls that make people upset, uh, but I think that we're not doing it because we're mean-spirited. We're doing it because we all, as I, as I said recently here at Automobility, we're all consumers together of mobility. Mm -hmm. And the change isn't acceptable if it comes too slow. There's a lot more great insight into local motors in that show. And you can watch that entire discussion right now on our website, autoline.tv. Or as always, you can find it on our YouTube channel. And a quick programming note here before I sign off. This is the last AutoLine Daily for 2016 because we're shutting down the office for the holiday break. That's it for today's show. Thanks for watching. Have a happy holidays, 
and we'll see you again here in 2017. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.